to another week in our series called The Tender Commandments. And again, we call it the tender commandments because we want to recognize that these 10 commandments aren't um, arbitrary rules that God has given us or hoops we have to jump through to prove to him that we love him. But instead, they are gifts from God to help us understand the best way to live our lives. Now, this week, our commandment is this one. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. We're to honor our parents, and in so doing, God says, it will actually make our life better. It will make our life last longer. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Lord God, I pray that the words I'm about to speak and the thoughts that we think as we meditate on your word for us, Lord, I pray that that would all be truly acceptable in your sight. Amen. Now, do you do this? I, I know I do. When someone gives me a present, whether that's at Christmas time or my birthday or, or some other time, one of the first things I do is I, I kind of feel it, and if it's heavy, I get a little more excited. Is that true? Do you think that, that if that package is a little heavier, it means maybe it's more important or it's more valuable or it's something a little cooler? For some reason, we, we think that the heaviness makes a difference. Now, Sometimes we get surprised. Something light can be an amazing gift or something heavy may not be worth that much. But, but I think you probably do that too. I know I do. I remember one time when our son Christian was little, you know, at Christmas time, we'd give him clothes and it was like, he didn't want clothes. You know, he wanted to get to the toys, right? Um, and one time there was a box and it was going to have socks in it. And I knew he was going to go clothes, right? Um, and he'd be able to tell right away that it was clothes. So I put something heavy in there so uh, when he, he thought, oh, this is going to be cool, and he opened it up, and he's like, socks? Sometimes that heaviness communicates something important. And that's interesting because this commandment, honor your father and your mother, the word honor that is used at the beginning of this commandment literally at its simplest meaning means heavy. In other words, first and foremost, children, and I know that everybody I'm speaking to is a child, right? It, you're somebody's child. You're somebody's son or daughter. Um, you may be a grown-up kid, but you're still somebody's kid. That, that what the Bible is telling us is that we are to treat our parents as if they are heavy. Now, I don't mean physically heavy. As if they're important, as if they're valued in our lives. Here's a, another way to think of this. Uh, watch this. Looks like a great movie, doesn't it? Comes out later this year, hopefully. Um, but Aretha Franklin kind of coined that phrase, didn't she? R-E-S-P-E-C-T, respect. Another way to describe that word honor, define that word honor, is this idea of respect. God tells us that as children, he has given us the gift of parents, and as children, we have a role to, to play in that relationship, and our role is that first and foremost, we are to treat our parents with respect. We're to respect them. Now, the word respect is defined in the dictionary this way, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Two things about that. First of all, we are to have this feeling for our parents, and I would argue put that feeling into practice, into action, that demonstrates we have a deep admiration for our parents. 
And now notice this. In the definition it says the reason you had this deep admiration is because of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. In other words, the thing they've, things they've accomplished or the, the, the things that they are capable of doing or the, the qualities that they exhibit as a person. And, and because of those things, we're supposed to respect them. But what the Bible says, what this commandment teaches is that we don't respect our parents because they're great parents. We don't respect them because of their achievements in life or the abilities that they've demonstrated. We respect them simply because they're our parent. They may not have a lot of great abilities or qualities. They may not have achieved anything in life. It doesn't matter. The one thing they've achieved, God says, that makes them worthy of our respect and honor is they brought us into this world. They're our parents. And because they're our parents, we owe them our respect. Now, one of the ways we've been kind of putting some further definition on these commandments is we've used this little book called The Small Catechism that was written by Dr. Martin Luther uh, many, many years ago. Now, The Small Catechism was literally a little book that Luther wrote to help him teach his children the faith. And then he shared that with other parents to help them teach their children the faith. And when it came to these Ten Commandments, Luther wrote these explanations, kind of saying, what's the underlying principle or idea behind this commandment that God wants us to understand? And I love the way he phrased those meanings. There's always a positive and a negative. Here's what we should do, and here's what we shouldn't do as a result of this commandment. Now, when it comes to honoring our parents, this is what Luther said. He said, we should love God so much that when it comes to our parents, we serve them, obey them, love them, and value them. Now, three of those are probably not that surprising to you, uh, that we would love them, that we would obey them. We know we're supposed to obey our parents. We're supposed to do what our parents tell us to do, uh, and that we should value them, that, that, that they should be important to us. But maybe that fourth one, that we're supposed to serve them, is a little bit of a surprise. I, I don't know that we often think as kids that my job is to serve my mom and dad. Certainly, we don't feel that way when we get older, I think. But, uh, but think about this. We say here at Trinity that our job is to help one another, to encourage one another, to look, live, and love more like Jesus, to, to be like Jesus, and to be more like Jesus every day. And here's what Jesus said about his mission in life. He said the Son of Man, that's an Old Testament term he used to describe himself. He said the Son of Man came not to serve, or not to be served. In other words, he said, I didn't come to be served. I didn't come for people to serve me. He said, but the Son of Man came to serve, to serve others. Now, if we want to be like Jesus, then our job is to live lives of service, to live lives of service to others. And I think as Christians, we get that. But what we forget sometimes is that service starts, first and foremost, God teaches, in the home. It's easy for me to think about you know, going to feed my starving children and, and packing meals for people and serving people that way or, or working at the local food pantry and serving people that way. But when I come home, I think often, I feel like, okay, now it's time for me to be served, right? Not according to God. Our, our, our responsibility starts in our homes to serve others, to serve one another. And children, that means that we as, we as kids are called to do what we can to serve our parents. When was the last time, kids, that you looked at mom and dad and said, Mom and dad, how can I help? What can I do? Or as adult children, when was the last time we called up mom or dad and said, What do you guys need? How, how can I help you? What can I do to serve you? Now, here's what we shouldn't do, Luther says. 
We shouldn't look down on our parents. We shouldn't irritate our parents. Now, I remember some times in my life, especially when I was a teenager, where this was really hard for me, where I, I think I did look down on my parents. I thought, oh my gosh, my parents are so stupid. <laughs> what are they thinking? Now, you know, Mark Twain famously said that he was amazed that um, by the time he reached his 20s, how much his dad had learned in just a few years. As you get older, we find out maybe our parents weren't so stupid after all, but, but there's this tendency for us to sometimes look down on our parents or, or undervalue our parents. And of course, we all have an ability to irritate our parents, to, to treat them in a way that makes them frustrated with us as their kids. Luther says we need to be careful about that because our parents are a gift from God. Now, there is one caveat I want to put in here, and, and that's this idea that, that honoring or respecting our parents does not necessarily mean we have to agree with them all the time. You see, there's one thing that every parent that has ever lived has in common. Every parent that has ever parented on the face of this earth has this one thing in common, and that is they're not perfect. There is no such thing as the perfect parent, at least not here on this earth. Our Heavenly Father is the only one. And, and so we make mistakes as parents. We, um, we, we don't always parent the way we should. We don't always put our kids first, but sometimes we selfishly put ourselves first. Some, sometimes our own baggage in life, our own brokenness in life, ends up affecting or hurting our kids. And, and kids, if, if that's the case, where if you're, if you're being hurt in that relationship, you need to get help. Honoring our parents doesn't mean we agree with them. It doesn't mean that everything they do is okay. But it does mean that we still, in the midst of even that brokenness, have responsibility to respect our parents, to value them, to care about them, to love them as God has loved us. Now, by the way, this commandment starts with our parents. But as Luther points out in his explanation, the principle here is one that extends to other people in authority in our lives as well. I remember when I was a kid uh, thinking, I can't wait to be an adult and then no one can tell me what to do. Maybe you felt that way. You know, when you're a kid, your parents are telling you what to do, your teachers are telling you what to do, maybe either other adults are telling you what to do, and, uh, and you, you just think, I can't wait to be an adult because then nobody's gonna tell me what to do. And then you become an adult and you find out that's not true, right? At work, you have a boss who still tells you what to do. And in this world, we have government authorities that tell us what to do. Like recently when Governor Pritzker said, that's it, don't leave your homes, this is dangerous. We, we get told what to do in some ways our whole lives. There's always someone in authority over us. And, uh, and this commandment extends to those others who are in authority over us in our lives. God wants us to not only honor and respect our parents, to love and serve and obey them, but to do that with our bosses, to do that with, with politicians and, and those in authority over us in the world around us. Now again, remember the caveat. Honoring and respecting does not necessarily mean agreeing with. By the way, I think if we all understood this, and if we all put this into practice in our lives, our world would be a much better place. I see a lot of people who disagree with those in authority over us, and, and they think that gives them the right to not honor or respect them. It's not what God board, God's word teaches. It, whether it's our boss or whether it's our governor or whether it's our president, we can disagree with them. We can think they're wrong, that they're, that they're not doing the right thing, that they're, that they're mistaken about what's best for us and for our country. 
or for us at work. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't still honor and respect them. There is a way to disagree and do it in a way that is still honoring and respectful. And I think if we all did that, this world would be a much better place. Now, by the way, the word teaches that this commandment, honoring your father and your mother, um, goes both ways. That that honor, just as parents or children are to honor their parents, parents are to honor their children as well. Paul talks about that in Ephesians chapter 6. He's, he's talking to children first. And he says, children, obey your parents. And then he talks about this commandment, honor your father and your mother. He said, children, that's, that's your job. But then he says, parents, and he says fathers, and I, but I believe he includes moms in that as well. He says, I, and I love this translation from Phillips, don't overcorrect your children or make it difficult for them to obey this commandment. In, in other words, parents, we have a responsibility to make sure that we're not lording our authority over our kids, that, uh, that we are respecting our kids too, that, that we're using our authority in their lives to, to help them become better people and to learn and to grow, but not to force them to serve us or uh, to force them into some mold that, that we've decided they have to follow. And by doing so, when we do that, we make it tough for them to honor us. We make it tough for them to respect us, Paul says. And, and then he goes on to say this. He says, because ultimately the goal, parents, for our children is that they would, we would bring them up in the training and the instruction of the Lord. Now, I, I'm blessed to have a son, and uh, I, I want a lot for my son. I want him to be successful in life. I want him to be happy in life. I want him to have great relationships in life. I want him to feel fulfilled in life. I want him to, to, to feel like he's making a difference in this world. But above all that, first and foremost, my dream for my son, my desire for him is that he would know the Lord, that, that he would have a relationship with Jesus. And, uh, and his parents, that, that should be our first priority. Now, eventually, our kids are going to make their own decision about who it is they believe in and what they believe in. And, and ultimately, their relationship with their Lord is in their hands. But as parents, it's our job to do our best to put them in that position. Now, if you're a parent whose son or daughter right now has turned away from the Lord, I, I want to give you some encouragement. I want you to know that, first of all, you never give up on them. You keep praying for them. You keep doing all you can. I want you to know this, that God's word teaches that our heavenly father loves our kids even more than we do. It's hard to believe, isn't it? But, but God's love for them is free and full and complete and perfect. And he is going to do everything he can in their lives uh, to be at work in their lives and to draw them closer to him. Parents, the best thing we can do for our kids is do all we can to give them uh, that, that, uh, training and instruction of the Lord to help them come to know about a God that loves them. One last bit of advice for you as parents as you seek to honor your kids just as they honor you. A good friend of mine who's a pastor who has studied God's word on this subject a lot, he says it this way, and I think there's a lot of wisdom here. He says, dads, the best thing you can do for your kids is let them know that you're proud of them. And moms, the best thing you can do for your kids is to, to let them know that you love them. And and he says, don't just don't just show them that you uh, that you're proud of them. Don't just show them that you love them. Tell them. They need to hear those words. They need to hear you say, I'm proud of you. They need to hear you say, I love you. 
and, and by the way, I asked him once, I said, does that mean moms don't need to tell their kids they're proud or dads shouldn't tell them they love? And he says, no, no, he didn't mean that. Uh, of course, that it goes both ways there. Parents, let your kids know that you love them and that you're proud of them. It will make all the difference in the world in their lives. Folks, in this commandment, God has given us this beautiful picture of a family where, where moms and dads um, use the authority that God has given them to help their children come to know the Lord and be all that they can be, and where children recognize that parents are a gift from God. And even if they don't always agree with them or don't always, uh, even if parents aren't always perfect in how they parent, those children love their mom and dad and obey their mom and dad and, and seek to, to serve their mom and dad and by doing so, value the gift that God has given them. The family is a gift from God and this commandment helps us understand how we can use that gift um, for the best blessing in our lives. Amen.